1: We're going to finish up Ecclesiastes today. We're going to be in chapter 12, verses 9 through 14, and this is the end of the matter. This is the final exhortation from this preacher, this writer, who has been sharing this wisdom with us, of course, inspired by God. Here's what he writes. Besides being wise, the preacher also taught the people knowledge, weighing and studying and arranging many proverbs with great care. The preacher sought to find words of delight, and uprightly he wrote words of truth, The words of the wise are like goads, and like nails, firmly fixed are the collected sayings, they are given by one shepherd. My son, beware of anything beyond these. Of making many books there is no end, and much study is a weariness of the flesh. The end of the matter, all has been heard, fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man." For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. And so the writer is saying at the end of this book where we have explored the complexity of living in an uncertain, unpredictable life under the sun, this human life on this planet that is very small compared to how big God is. Our our perspective is very limited compared to God's purposes. And how do we live in this? Well, at the end of the day, we fear God and keep his commandments. He even says that you need to beware of any other advice beyond this. In other words, there's going to be all kinds of people writing books and sharing their opinion about how you get through this life, but I am telling you that there is no other way to get through this life and all the uncertainties and all the questions and all the things we don't understand except to fear God and to keep his commandments. And he makes that a little bit more of a stark and pointed exhortation because he says that God eventually will bring every deed into judgment. Every secret thing, whether good or evil. So you'd better fear him and keep his commandments. Of course, what we know, maybe better than the people in the Old Testament knew, is that actually keeping God's commandments is very, very difficult. In fact, it's impossible because we're born into sin. There's no one righteous, not even one. And so every single one of us, as important as this is to fear God and keep his commandments, every single one of us in our natural condition will utterly fail at that. Not only will we fail at that, but like the writer says, God will bring into judgment our failure. Even the things that are secret, the things that no one knows where we fail, that will be brought into judgment. And so we find ourselves in quite a predicament because every one of us is a failure. Every one of us has failed to meet God's righteous requirements and therefore we are unrighteous, we're unholy, we're dirty and sinful and we are in no condition to be in fellowship with a perfect and holy and righteous and flawless God. Which is exactly why God sent his son Jesus Christ to live the perfection on this earth that we couldn't live, to meet every righteous requirement of the law that we couldn't keep. Not only that, but he sent him to the cross, bearing bearing our sin and paying the punishment that is due to sin. That punishment is death and spiritual separation from God. And then Jesus, third day after he died on the cross, came back to life. He defeated sin, death, and the power of the devil. God raised him from the grave and set up this great transaction that can happen whereby I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ, and I get his perfection attributed to me, and I get the penalty that he paid for my sin marked paid on my behalf. And then I can stand at that judgment where God's going to bring every deed into judgment, every secret thing, good or evil. I can stand at that judgment perfect and holy and confident, not because of anything good that I've done, not because of anything that I've done to earn his love, his grace, his acceptance, but because of what Jesus Christ did in my place. Friends, it's terribly important that we would put our faith and trust in Christ for there is no other way to stand confidently in the judgment of God than to have the righteousness of Christ clothed over us. So this is one of the things we need to be very careful about when we read wisdom literature like this. And this has been a great study. Proverbs has been a great study where we're trying to learn to live wisely in this world. We need to make sure that we don't ever think that by living wisely in this world, we're somehow earning favor with God or earning grace, uh, earning his grace or earning his forgiveness or salvation or a place in heaven. We cannot earn it by the way we live. Rather, when we live according to the wisdom that is expounded in a book like Ecclesiastes, primary purpose is to live in a way that is benefiting our lives and live in a way that makes us a more capable, more effective conduit for the message of God, the message of scripture to flow through us out into a world that desperately needs us. We'll be blessed when we live according to the wisdom of these books. And we'll bless others when we live according to the wisdom of these books. But the only way that we're going to stand confidently in the final judgment is if we trust Jesus Christ. And so we need to make sure that as we seek to live wise lives, we're doing it with the right perspective, not thinking we're earning favor with God or earning salvation, but rather that we are benefiting our own lives, living more fulfilled lives, and setting ourselves up to be more effective conduits for his gospel. Here's what Jesus says in chapter 11 of John, verses 25 and 26. This is the story of Lazarus. Jesus said to his sister, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. That's how we face the judgment. That's how we are reconciled to God through faith and belief in Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for this wisdom, literature. Thank you for this book of Ecclesiastes. Thank you for these principles that we can build into our daily lives. But Lord, would you protect us from ever thinking that by living wisely, by living righteously, by having the correct perspective on these things, that we're somehow earning our salvation. We know that's only possible through faith in you, not through anything we can do or think or say